Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help with home, life, auto, or business needs. Phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Walk-ins are always welcome at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on WYRZ. You have Nicole Kendall here speaking with a lovely lady who lives right here in Brownsburg, Mrs. Megan Streeter. Hello, Megan. Hi. We have Megan here today because she's out in the community doing good things for the Parks Foundation of Hendricks County, and she's also in charge of Macaroni Kid Hendricks, and we'll talk a little bit about that project a little bit later on, but first, we'd like to talk to Megan about the Parks Foundation of Hendricks County. Megan, how long have you been involved with the Parks Foundation? Uh, So I actually just started a few months ago, uh, but my degree is Parks and Rec, and I was always been involved. I worked for the county parks for about a year doing their marketing and uh, left for a little while and found I couldn't stay away. So I kept going back, talking to them about things I would like to do for them, raise money for them, do projects for them. And so when this job opened up with the foundation, I happily interviewed and got the job. Well, I think (laughs) you're in a pretty good position here in the county. And I'll say I've lived a few different places in my life. And Hendricks County is very blessed with wonderful parks. Now, when we talk about the Parks Foundation, which parks do you help raise money for? So the best way I explain it is when you look at the park systems that we have, if you look at it by government. So our government here, there's town parks, there's township parks, there's county parks. Um, We'll get people asking us about splash pad hours, and that's not us, unfortunately, but it's wonderful things happening. Uh, So we are the county parks, which is McLeod Nature Park, Sodalis Nature Park, Vandalia Trail, and we are going to start breaking ground on uh, Gibbs Park here soon, hopefully in 2018. Very good. So in especially McLeod, I hear a lot about McLeod more. Uh, Sodalis is wonderful also. Yes. Uh, all of them are great parks, but I know that they want to offer so many wonderful programs to our children and adults alike here in Hendricks County, but they can't do that without your funding. So tell us about the ways that you raise money for these great parks. So uh, the found, so the foundation I work for, that is our sole purpose, is to raise money for our parks to be developed, to uh, kind of empower that staff to do what they do. Um, so we find corporate sponsors. We have a list of all of our programs in our program guide that goes out to all the schools and mailed out. Um, I think there's like 20,000 copies mailed out three times a year. Um, so corporate sponsors can get ads in those. Uh, we help the Parks Department run events. We have Fall Colors Festival coming up, and the foundation will is running a race or operating a race before the run and all that money will go towards our parks and when you're raising money for the parks what does that help pay for i know obviously it it goes into the parks for some of their programming but what other things does the money go to the biggest thing is development of our parks. So the, the Hendricks County Parks focus is those na- natural spaces. Um, our programs are focused on nature. 
Um, we run a lot of programs on the weekends, so they're more accessible to people who are working and school kids. Um, but then also the development. We just did an arboretum out at McLeod Park. So these big, big projects that cost quite a bit of a money. Lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that is money that we don't get taxes for. So in order to develop them and grow them, we need the money from the Parks Foundation to do that. Well, you just took care of my next question for me. <laughs> That's great. But that, that makes a really good point that you're looking at the residents and those who want to enjoy those parks. It's nice if they are able to give back. That's a great way to do so where you're kind of filling that gap where you're not receiving government funding for those particular types of projects. So exactly. I think that's very yep. important that, that that's why we talk about this today yeah. because people love utilizing the parks, but they may not realize, well, where's the money coming from? Well, it's coming from us. If we want it to be better, we have to help make it happen, right? Exactly. Well, not only do you accept donations for the Parks Foundation to make our space more beautiful, sometimes you have volunteers that are a part of your job there at the Parks Foundation. Tell us a little bit about if anyone's listening today that uh, they think maybe I'd like to volunteer with the yeah. Parks Department or the Parks Foundation. How may they do so? So it, the really great thing I like is that we have a monthly email that comes out. So if you are interested in volunteering, there's no minimum commitment. We can send you an email of like, this is the stuff coming up this month. If you are busy or if you are a snowbird and you don't you know you're not around then you don't have to help that much that's a great uh, point so we have festivals going on like i said our big fall colors festival we need tons and tons of volunteers and we tell have, us the dates for that please it is october 21st from 10 to 4 the run is in the morning uh, we have a food truck coming out serendipity and then our naturalists are planning all of these wonderful things so uh, we have the traditional hay rides, painting pumpkins, but we also have archery. We have uh, we teach kids tree climbing. We actually have. Um kind of experts there and that's a really really fun thing to do that sounds like a fun yeah. thing to do I'm it's really fun <laughs> I'm a big advocate for getting those getting those kids outside and, and having fun outside so that's great we had yeah. Jennifer Davies on just the other day we talked about that yes. a little bit also that's then right. but I think that's something important to uh, to tell parents and and grandparents about if they're listening today of, of these opportunities to get your kiddos outside now you mentioned the date of the event where will this take place which park is, is this it is at McLeod Nature Park which um, I I, a few years ago, was named one of the best places to see fall foliage in. in, in it's Indiana. a beautiful place. Yeah. Um, so that is that is our um, park to kind of get away a little bit. You go away, you know, it's kind of out in the country. Um, I use it as a teaching opportunity for my kids to drive a little bit. We talk about the farm animals we see along the way. We yeah. typically see hawks, maybe a bald eagle. So it's a little bit of a drive, but... It's it's just so it's wonderful. worth it, isn't it? It's yeah, so it. it's definitely <laughs> worth it's the drive. Little, it's know, not that far. Yeah, and then you kind of feel the peace and serenity of being a little bit away. Everybody um, needs that. So everybody, you know, people do that during the week. But if you want to go to like a big event where you have tons of stuff going on, the fall colors festival is sounds like the place to be it's perfect yeah super well you mentioned how volunteers can help with that event but what about in the other time of year outside of the so festival we have a lot of people that will help be a greeter at our nature center there's a nature center out at mcleod park um, with a bird bird viewing area That's there's a great a turtle, opportunity there's a snake there's educational things yeah. um, we have a lot of like retired teachers that come out they help with the programs um, we have nature programs almost, I think, every Saturday, uh, sometimes two. And um, they also help with our library programs. Our naturalists go into each of the libraries in Hendricks County and read a book and do a little activity about nature. 
We have a full-time naturalist. Oh, okay. And then we have other part-time naturalists. Great. There's so many people. we have volunteers people. that help them also. That's wonderful. There's so many people who love nature around here. And they're probably, they probably don't know <laughs> that they can just come and help do that. That no. sounds like a fun way to volunteer right here in Hendricks County. Well, I certainly speak for everyone when I say thank you for raising money to make our parks so great. Because like I mentioned, I know Hendricks County is very lucky to have the parks that we have right here. So if they want to contact you, if, you, if our listeners want to contact you today and they want to volunteer or maybe they want to donate to the Parks Foundation of Hendricks County, how may they reach you? Um, so they could email me. It's M-S-T-R-I-T-A-R at P-F-O-H-C dot org. Now that was a lot of letters. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so what about a Facebook page? Do you guys have a Facebook uh, yep, page? Yep, we have Parks Foundation of Hendricks County. Okay. Um, there's also Hendricks County Parks and Recreation. They can get a message to us. We have a website that is also pfohc.org. Okay, that's great. Well, I'm glad that you've mentioned several ways. ways to contact you. That's wonderful. Now, we're going to shift gears a little bit. We love our Parks Foundation. Thank you so much for being here to talk (laughs) about that. But another thing that Megan does here in Hendricks County is she operates Macaroni Kid Hendricks. Now, if you're a parent, grandparent, a a child care provider, this might be information that you would like to know about. Local events taking place right here in Hendricks County. Megan, tell us a little bit about what you do with Macaroni Kid Hendricks. Four years ago... Actually, in October, um, we moved here to the county, and I had known about Macaroni Kid from Tucson, where we moved from, and I kind of looked into it more, and it was hard like it was hard for a parent that just moved here to find what was going on. I could go to this website, I could go to this one, I can go to this one, and I was like, if there was just a Macaroni Kid here, that would be phenomenal, so I started it, <laughs> purely out of kind of these selfish reasons, so the the big thing we do is to find everything that's going on for families in the county and put it in one calendar. So that is uh, the main focus. And then it's kind of just grown from there. We do, for example, this month, we're going to do an article with Sheltering Wings. Okay. And they have given us questions for parents to ask their kids to help foster healthy relationships. Um, we do giveaways for tickets all the time so families can go out and have more kind of inexpensive things I to do. I think I just heard a few ears perk up <laughs> when you said that, that, that you give away tickets to events around stuff. Hendricks County. That's not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. We'll partner with a lot of the big Indianapolis um, with the Indians, Indy 11, a lot of the big shows happening downtown. Um, and we love it because it's a way for us to kind of give back to those who follow us. Sure. And, hey, as yeah. a parent, I get it. You know, we're all <laughs> looking for ways of, of getting our kids outside and doing things. So I love the fact that you can go to one place and find lots of family-friendly events taking place right here in Hendricks County or in Indianapolis, like you mentioned. Now, how can people submit events to you if they say, yes. hey, Megan, I know of this great festival going on and I really want to tell you about it. How do they do that? Yes. Yeah, so however is easiest for them. We do have a button on our website that submit an event that's the easiest for us and then we can just click confirm and get it in there but we have people that email us their flyer we have people that message us on facebook and say can you put this on your trick-or-treat guide um we try to find it all but we um it's myself and a couple other local moms that help me and sometimes we miss a couple things our guideline is if it's free or low cost meaning um usually less than like 10 or 15 dollars and it's open to the public we put it on our calendar at no cost. So Megan, since you're keeping track of so many events taking place for families around Hendricks County, are there any that come to mind that you'd like to share with us today that's coming up soon? 
Um, sure. So fall, as you can imagine, is huge. Very busy around here. Um, lots of stuff growing on at our pumpkin patches, Beasley's, Hogan Farms. Um, and then we have a trick or treat guide that we just added more to it last night. Um, I would say there's 50 trunk or treats that we have in this guide just happening in Hendricks County. So all of the fall festivals going on, trick or treats, October is really, really huge for, it's a big time. Great. So people can find, tell us about the trunk or treat guide. It's just a, a listing of all of the places that kids can go. Tell us about yes. that. Yes. So the trick or treat guide is, I always say it's a way for parents to get more use out of those costumes instead of just having Halloween night. And um, more candy, right? And like the parents are so want. thrilled about that, right? Yeah. <laughs> I know Hollow Wellness with Hendricks Regional Health is having the more um, healthy Halloween um that's on our guide too but most of it is the trick-or-treat there's I think on the 28th there's like 12 of them oh wow um a lot of our churches host them um a lot of local organizations nonprofits host our parks host a lot of trick-or-treat nights fantastic sounds like a busy time for macaroni (laughs) kid and I'm sure you have many many events listed so if you all are interested in finding that you can find them on Facebook macaroni kid Hendrix Sounds like fall is a pretty busy time around Hendricks County. Megan, is there anything coming up maybe a little later on in the year that we can get a sneak peek on right now here on Central Indiana Today? <laughs> yeah, so one thing with doing Macaroni Kid a lot is we've noticed winter is definitely a downtime. Um, our parks and libraries provide a lot of events and they kind of wind down in the winter. Uh, so we're going to host our own event with Macaroni Kid. It is a family noon year's day party at the fairgrounds and uh the information is not on our website yet you're hearing it first well i feel very Uh, fortunate we have location we have a caterer we've reached out to um, some organizations to do activities for us and we just noticed a lot of families were going into indy for new year's eve they do that's very true yes so um we really wanted to host something for families here so on january 1st we're going to have a countdown at noon for families at the fairgrounds that sounds like a yeah. lot of fun so i guess we'll stay tuned and yes, see on sure. your on your facebook and your emails uh if what the details are on this great big event on january 1st coming up here that'll be here before we know it, I know. Won't it? It's crazy. <laughs> all right great well i guess everyone should stay tuned for that if you don't mind to share your facebook page or your uh, email address for macaroni kid hendrix in case people want to reach out to you for that purpose yeah so hendrix.macaronikid.com is the website okay. facebook is macaroni kid hendrix email is m-e-g-h-a-n-s at macaroni kid.com Okay, Megan, thank you so much. I'm so glad to have you here at Central Indiana today today to talk about what you're doing around Hendricks County because the Parks Foundation is certainly a great cause here to support in Hendricks County. And Macaroni Kid Hendricks, I thought would be a great thing for us to mention today because there are so many families that are looking for something to do. So thank you for providing that and keeping us all outside and busy doing great things. Thanks for being here today. Shane Rain for Central Indiana Today. I am uh, filling in, I guess you could say, for the lovely Nicole. I am finally getting a couple of guys on the show now that um, 
Well, I guess, how long? Let's see, John, how long has it been we've been doing this show? Since, well, what, March, February? Yeah, it's probably been six months or so now. Yeah. Close to it, anyway. Probably a little more than that. And yeah, um, yeah. Uh, the name of the show that you guys do is called uh, Truth Talk. And I guess I should introduce you guys before the, for the listeners <laughs> first. I have John Morgan here with me and also Jeremy Bard. They're from Traders Point Church of Christ. And they've had, um, and of course, Jeremy came along a little bit later. You had other guests on the show, but let's go back and uh, get to know you guys first. John, tell us a little bit about uh, yourself. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in central Kentucky, just north of Lexington. Oh. Um, spent about 10 years down there. And, uh, and then my family moved up to Indiana when I was a freshman in high school and uh, went to school at Butler and just kind of stayed in the greater Indianapolis area since then so i live here in brownsburg and married with two little girls and uh, i've been worshiping at traders point now for uh close to 15 years really time's going by fast um i started worshiping there when i was a freshman in college so i've been there a long time and um really gotten to know the people there well and consider them family in a lot of ways and um have enjoyed my time there a lot yeah well, that's good to know. Now, right across the table from you is Jeremy Bard, also with Traders Point. Now, to, uh, now, you and I have talked. Your accent is a little bit different; gives you away a little bit more. That you're kind of like me when I get relaxed. People start saying, "You, you ain't from these parts area." So, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, Jeremy. I'm originally from Kentucky as well, Louisville, Kentucky. I was mm-hmm. born and raised there. My whole family is still there. Mm-hmm. Went to college, University of Louisville. So. A lot of my life has been right there in Louisville, Kentucky, but my job has moved me around a little bit as well. I've worked there in Louisville, some time in Ohio, most recently been in Florida working, and then now been here in the Indianapolis area just since June, so just uh, just a few months. So we're excited to be up here. Um, hadn't been uh, there at Traders Point as long as John has, but know a bunch of folks there, and that certainly has helped, but we're excited to be in this area Closer to where we're from, much closer than where, you know, when we were in Florida, for sure. Yeah. So we're a little bit closer to our parents. My wife's parents are in Louisville as well. So it's good to be closer uh, closer there. And so we're excited to be in this area, for sure. Okay. Now, like I said, the name of the show is called Truth Talk. And I believe, were you the one who came up with the name, John? Yes. Um, maybe my wife. Probably more likely my wife. I can't exactly remember, but I'll give her credit for it. Okay. <laughs> and what, brought, where, what, what does that mean? What brought that on to, to, for you to decide on that? Well, it actually originally started by just doing some short two or three minute Facebook videos just mm-hmm. addressing, you know, one passage of scripture or something like that. Um, and then one of the members of the congregation there brought up the opportunity of, of doing an actual radio program. Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody kind of looked around the table and said, yeah, that's a good idea. And then kind of looked at me and said, how about you do it? <laughs> and, um, you know, I'd never been on the radio before. And, uh, you know, the first time I walked in here, I didn't know exactly what to do. Um, but it was a good opportunity to uh, be able to just open up the Bible and talk to people um, in a way that we really hadn't been doing in the past over the radio waves. And so... Uh, we wanted to take advantage of that, and so um, it started with just me talking into a microphone, and then that wasn't any fun, so I got some other people to come in and help me out, mm-hmm. um, and that's a lot more fun, and uh, really enjoyed um, everybody that's been in here with us. We have, we've had several people in here over over the months, um, but, um, but getting Jeremy in here on a regular basis has been great. He's, if you haven't noticed, if you haven't heard the show, we, we typically... 
talk a little bit about what he's going to preach on um, Sunday morning on mm-hmm. the radio show. And so that's been really helpful to kind of have some consistency in what's being studied on the program and what's being studied uh, during our worship services. So he's been a huge help to that. I've really enjoyed uh, having him come on board with that. Now let's talk about your positions uh, at the church. Um what 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 are you? What am I? That's a good question. <laughs> well, um, so I, I preach once a month, okay, um, and uh, and also you know teach Bible classes, mm-hmm. and I'm a deacon at the congregation as well. And um, but Jeremy is the full time evangelist. He does the the majority of the preaching there, um, and I preach like I said once a month, and love the opportunity when I get to do so, um, and uh, so I love taking advantage of that, but. Um, that's that's really my uh, the limit of my position. I have a full time job. I own a landscaping business, and so um, you know I I'm, I'm busy with that a lot. But um, you know, preaching and teaching is something that's always been really important to me. And so getting the chance to do that in whatever way I have the opportunity is is something that I cherish. Yeah, Jeremy. Now, all right, like you said, you're he's already given you away, so to speak. <laughs> and, and remind us again, how long have you been uh, with the church? Just the beginning of June. Okay. Yeah, June first is when uh, is when we began. Now, when uh, John approached you about this, did you have experience on the radio in your past, or never? Did- never had done any of this. I was excited about it, nervous, nervous a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, that first time. But it really has become something I love to do. I mean, you know, John and I just kind of keep it pretty easy. We ultimately just have a conversation about whatever topic or or passage that we're looking at for the half hour, and it's really something I've looked forward to now. Mm-hmm. I was a little nervous and scared about it early on. It's just something new, but uh, I really, really enjoy it. So I've, I've been excited about, you know, being able to be a part of it the last couple of months for sure. Now, you might have given a little bit away for this next question, but how do you guys prepare for the show? Of course, now you say since Jeremy mm-hmm. came on board, you focus a little more on what he's going to talk about on Sunday. But before that, and even with some of your guests, how did you? Uh, how do you come about thinking? What What am I going to do on uh, when we when we put this show together? Well, there unfortunately was really no consistency at all in regards to to how I did that. It it literally was what's been on my mind for the week? What are some things that I personally have been studying on, thinking about those types of things? That's what we then talked about on the radio program. Um, but with with Jeremy now, he'll usually on, on Monday or Tuesday, he'll give me a heads up on what his sermon's going to be about the following Sunday. And so that gives us both a few days to, to prepare and to study and to think about um, the topic that we're going to to address on the program. So that's, like I said, that's been really nice having a little bit of consistency mm-hmm. and, and tying in the the message and the studying that we're doing on the program with what you would hear if you came to worship with us Sunday morning. Now, something that um, that has only started, I'm going to say, within the last month is the live stream. So when we're recording this, and for the folks at home listening, this uh, the program is recorded on Thursday morning and then broadcast on uh, Sunday Sunday morning. But while we're recording, as they say, warts and all gets yeah. exposed <laughs> on Facebook Live. Are you, are you uh, feeling pretty good about uh, how that's going? Uh, it, we're feeling really good about it. it okay. It's one of those things we just kind of started, and um, you, then you become surprised with how many people 
look at it mm-hmm. and take and take a look at it and we'll get hundreds of views of that and so it's something that we'll continue to do it, it it's not the best of atmospheres we're just here in the you know kind of in the sure. studio kind of with the you know a phone set up but it's really been you know something that has gotten really given us great feedback we've gotten really good feedback from folks that they really like it and so we'll certainly continue to do that and um, I think it's really been helpful. It gives us that opportunity to reach out even more than mm-hmm. just the radio audience. Mm-hmm. Now maybe we're reaching out even, you know, even to a broader audience on Facebook Live. And as many times as that video can be viewed, certainly as many times as that video can be shared. And um, it, it's just an opportunity for us to reach out to even a broader audience than just here on the radio. Well, that's great. Now, uh, if folks want more information about uh, Traders Point Church of Christ, what do they need to do? We well, can go to our website, traderspointchurch.org. Um, you can also follow us on, on social media, um, Facebook and Twitter. If you just search Traders Point Church of Christ on either of those, you'll find, um, find our pages there. Uh, so we try and post uh, audio from the sermons um, mm-hmm. on Sunday. Um, and then obviously the, the Facebook Live video is there. And some updates periodically about different things will show up on those, those, uh, those feeds. So it's a great way of following along with us. One thing that, that is, um, is really cool that we're really excited about, just recently actually, um, we started live streaming our services on both Sunday morning and Sunday evening. Mm. And so, you know, if you're not able to get out and you're not able to, to come visit us, uh, you can actually go to traderspointchurch.org backslash live, or again, we feed that, um, or we have that feed on our Facebook page too. And you can actually see and hear the entirety of our services there. So that's something just in the last few weeks we started doing. We're really excited about that. Um, so, again, if you don't have the opportunity to get out, um, we'd love for you to check that out. Sure. And we do want to remind everyone that uh, the show is broadcast right here on 98.9 FM as well as streamed mm-hmm. on org. And then if you miss that, once again, another opportunity. <laughs> All of these are archived on our website. So you can go yeah. back and listen and uh, go, I think, all the way back to the very first one. I think they're all on the website. There, yeah. So yeah. Matt Mullen does a great job of that. We appreciate him. So, gentlemen. I really do appreciate you taking uh, this time and being my guest on Central Indiana Today. Thanks for having us. Thank you. This has been Central Indiana Today, presented by the Kevin Kersey Agency on WYRZ. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help with home, life, auto, or business needs. Phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Walk-ins are always welcome at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg.